You, you are, now are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast, bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, a mix of old and new school, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news commentary, and at times here and there, interviews. After a few weeks off due to a little bit of vacation, due to... A lot of press action and a little bit of allergies. We're back in the mix to bring you a fresh new show. And thanks to everybody who's been checking out the uh, past few weeks archives and whatnot and keeping our ratings high. For those who are new to the show, you got myself, DJ Fusion in the mix on the news and commentary in. And on the side, you have my bro who did the same thing. Let me have him go ahead and introduce himself. <laughs> Oh, not off. You got us all. Rock and roll. Who cool for us? The gods take off. Too hot, y'all. All oh, fight off. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. Fuse Box Radio. Back to let the people know. Nappy Grand. Black like black like ancient Mexico. Rocko Quince Aquato on the Fuse Box Radio Show. About to give it to you, yo. Fusion, what's the deal? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Definitely glad to be back in the mix. Bringing in a whole bunch of things. We got a few joints to talk about. We got some old and new school tunes to throw in the mix. So um, let's go ahead and get right into everything. For those folks who are brand new, you know, we've had some folks rolling with us since the show's beginning in 98. And people who've been rolling on to us via either the podcast or the various um, outlets that put us on. We deeply appreciate y'all. Um, I'll just break down how we do the radio show. Each week at the beginning, we go ahead, we do the um, Fusebox Radio Broadcast um, introductory spiel and all that. Then we get into, you know, some news items of serious and non-serious sorts of interest. And then um, both myself and the Black Hawk get into the music mix. So let's go um, right on ahead and do that. You can check us out at any time via our official website, which is FuseboxRadioOnline.com. That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E. Dot com. You can check out our official blog site, which I'm um, updating way more often now, thankfully, trying to structure that time in, whether it's a music item of interest, um, a lot of the press joints we've been doing lately, including recently um, the CONCAF Gold Cup um, quarterfinals for our soccer people, the um, Safeway Barbecue battle that happened around here in D.C., um, various local events just just a whole um bunch of stuff we've um been really cool with getting into the mix at um let me see here what else we got going on all of our social networks um facebook is facebook.com slash fusebox radio show that's our group page so if people want to get on there and hit that like button um besides radio show updates you'll just see like various music stories and other news stories and items of interest, a little bit of comic book stuff here and there. Like, whatever pretty much piques our fancy. We don't really bug folks too much with, you know, lots of solicitations or whatever on there. Um, If y'all want to join my personal page, I screen people very highly after some foolishness during the past few months. So, um, facebook.com slash fuseboxradio was on my page. Um, 
And pretty much all of our other social networks end with um, slash Fusebox Radio. So, for example, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and yeah. so on. And with the radio show, we have our podcast. You can always check that out weekly via your favorite um, podcast streaming service or download service of choice such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, Acast, uh, Blackberry Podcast, and all of that. And if you forget all of this stuff, just search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast via your favorite web search engine of choice. And um, all of our stuff should pop up, and you can go ahead from there. For music artists, on the FuseboxRadioOnline.com website, we have information about how to be able to submit music and the formats we accepted in and all of that. For folks who are into um, DJ booking or want us to have to come through and cover um, an event as press, we also have information up on there as well, including um, our recent photography portfolio, which is um, supported via Behance at FuseboxRadio.ProSite.com. And let me see here. Yeah, that's about it. We've been having a lot of stuff going on. I'm sure folks have seen at the websites and everything. We've been doing a bit of restructuring in terms of like the visual component of stuff. Um, myself and the Black Hawk have been talking about a few mini spinoff projects. Because funny thing is, like when we did the last show, and that was one of our like very, very, very few just straight up we don't care what we're saying type of shows in terms of language and some other topics. That was one of our most downloaded shows this year. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at um the podcast um stats. And I'm like, huh, okay. And we've been talking for a few months, actually, because this year's been kind of hectic on a few ones for us, um, business-wise and personally, about doing like a little <laughs> mini spinoff show, um, where we can pretty much like, like um, a free-form commentary type of thing on various subject matters. We're still trying to tighten up a few things, and oh, yeah. the name and stuff like that. And I might even try to float out an untitled one, maybe for the next few weeks, just to see you know how folks feel about the um, flow and format. But um, yeah, uh, we're gonna definitely get that going on. And whatnot. After I mean, I saw what's, interesting, uh, what's, what's interesting, if I just say briefly, is that I didn't know that. And so um, it was good, it's interesting that I know it now that, because um, um, that's how people, kid jokers normally are. I think people kind of like, kind of, kind of maybe put it in a box so it, mm-hmm. it maybe is more acceptable. But, you know, off the cuff, you know, if we just got a couple of people that we personally know to, that like somebody fusion knows them, I know just come in and get in on it. That could be interesting. Yeah, definitely so. Um, definitely so. I mean, the way you heard us is more or less the way we are in general. Not saying that we're fronting on here or whatever. But this is a radio show that has had a clean format due to our um, syndication and yeah. whatnot. So we talk about the same stuff. We just get a little more vulgar sometimes. We're adults. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it just goes down like that. So, um, yeah, that's definitely in the works. So I just want to let folks um, know about yeah. that. And um, also on the side note, thanks to everybody who's been having us come through for um, write-ups and um, press stuff lately, man. Um, it's yeah. been crazy. Yeah. And um, we definitely got a whole lot more stuff coming down the turnpike on that end, which um, I'm going to announce later because I want to kind of maybe try to see if we can start meeting up with folks at um, various events. 
and stuff. Like I know, um, last time I went to Awesome Con around here in um, DC for my comic book and um, popular culture head, it was nice to run to you know a few folks I knew in person, a few folks I didn't know in person at um that particular event and whatnot. Because you know social networks, you you get to talking to folks and. One of the interesting things about social networks is you get to really see how people are after a minute, good or ill. People can't necessarily front on those formats for long, I've noticed, or um, whatever. And I'm also kind of was cool to like chill with some folks and you know meet some podcast folks who I dug, and I'm like, okay, y'all are cool in person too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On top of you know, there's people who listen to different things, have um different interests. So um. Yeah, we're going to start streamlining that. And for people who've been asking about the um, events in, because the press thing, and particularly the photography thing, has been jumping off so much, um, the DJ in, we're still doing it and uh, whatnot with events and stuff like that. But again, due to that part of the things happening and some other stuff, that just slowed down just a teeny weeny bit. But um, we definitely got some more stuff coming in the late summer and fall on that. And we're always available for booking. So hit us up and we can see what we can do. And um, all of that on um, that in terms of the business and stuff like that. And let me see here. A um, few quick shout-outs. Shout-out to the folks over at uh, One Versus Many. Um, did some joint for them around the D.C. area not too long ago. Shout-out to our folks over at Cool Young World, where the media sponsor of their first annual Cool World Tour all through the um, D.C. and Maryland area for the next oh. month or two. All of these various showcases that are happening have money and donated items go towards the um, convent house in Washington, D.C. No doubt. So, you know, you you can come through, check out a short showcase. Um, I know the brother um, James, iCoolJames on um, Instagram and Twitter has all the um, listed dates and stuff. We'll have those on um, blackradiosback.com too. Um, Literally, super, super cheap admission. I can't say just because of some of our um, outlets, we can't do the price thing. But, um, yeah, go ahead, um, search for that, and, um, yeah, pay that small fee, bring in, you know, some, bring in some clothes, clothing items, food, all that type of stuff, um, really good cause, and I'm really good people, otherwise we would not attach ourselves to this, and, um, we worked with them before on some good stuff, and, um, let me see here, like I said, it's been a lot going on, so I just want to make sure I have everything on those it's covered beforehand and hmm, yeah i think that is about it for right now again shout out to the folks over at um concaf and whatnot for having us over for um the quarterfinals for my soccer and um football peoples for um their gold cup was over in um, m&t stadium in baltimore this weekend and, um, yeah, it was a good time, man. Sold-out stadium. Um, people who aren't familiar with M&T Stadium, that's where um, the Baltimore Ravens play for them, the NFL. Um, okay. Really big joint. was really hot that day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was cool. And uh, we got a bunch of pictures from the USA versus Cuba match. Okay, okay. That um, had went down. And um, I just had to big up their media relations folks. Very on point, very professional, very cool. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. um, sometimes as media, and particularly indie media, and particularly, I know with myself, with some of these, I guess, quote-unquote, like, bigger events, I'm one of the few people there who's either black or a woman, and sometimes both. 
And um, you can go to some of these things sometimes. You can get a little attitude. You know what I'm saying? Not every place. Majority of people are, are there and they're efficient. They do their thing. But sometimes you're just like, hmm, okay. And it was kind of cool to be up at a joint. It's like, oh, here's ESPN. Here's Getty. You know, here's Univision. And here's BlackRadioWithBack.com. Hooray. You know? <laughs> so, you know. Again, thank those folks for that. I know about a year ago we were at RFK Stadium and folks did a write-up because I personally am into soccer. So being there on the yeah. field um, as a photographer was pretty damned awesome. So shouts yeah, out yeah. to them. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm hoping to finally get back up to the New York, New Jersey area in the next month or two. Yeah. Um, just because things have been very jumping. I've had a few people ask, and I'm like, yeah, man, um, when your car falls apart and other stuff's going on, you can't necessarily do things as freely. But things are stabilized. So I definitely want to make a trip up there, not to see my people, but um, anybody who's been up around that way, I can understand why people may or may not like New, the New Jersey, New York area. I can understand it, depending on your personality and all of that. But summertime uh, to early fall in that area, like you literally had to like nothing if you're bored. No, no. It's so far as I'm concerned. I'll I'll even go so far as to say at the at the beginning of October, because that's when you got like New York Comic Con and a whole bunch of other stuff that goes down. Like it's like if you remotely like music of any genre cultural type of stuff, museums, whatever, festivals, street festivals or big festivals or whatever, that's the place to be at least for a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I know I look at certain things, like for my people up in um, North Jersey, shout out to them, they're all like, yeah, the Lincoln Park joint happened with all the house DJs and, you know, Rocksteady's around the corner and yeah, yeah. Um, Central Park Summer Stage has just gotten to their swing of things a few weeks back. I'm like, yeah, I got to you know, stack up and hop on a bolt bus or something and, you know, <laughs> see what's good. So, Jersey, New York folks, you know, we ain't forget y'all. It's just been, like I said, a little hectic. Not in the worst way lately, thankfully, but it's been a little hectic. So, da, 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 da. I think that is about it for now in terms of some of the recent things we've been into. So, Let's go ahead and get right into the commentary. Let me pull up this um website I had of things listed to talk about because a lot, of course, has happened since we've been out. We want to be succinct but cover as many bases as possible. Um, updates with the um, domestic act of terrorism that was in Charleston, South Carolina. Um... I know when we had our last show, it had literally just happened and all of that. Um, You know, rest in peace to the nine victims of that just ridiculously brutal and hateful attack. And definitely racist attack. One of the things I kind of find weird about all of this, and it ties into like a bunch of other news stories we're going to briefly touch base on, is that America has a serious problem in confronting issues of race and class. Like, America likes being able to talk about that, you know, we're better than other countries because the way we treat our people and blah, 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 but part of my language, we still want to treat black people as niggers, though. Yeah. We might not, you know, be able to run around and hang you from a tree and, you know, 
smack you in public and why not be able to get away with it as much. Not saying that some people don't get away with it, but as much as they used to back in the day. Yeah. And all of that. But that still happens. And when you saw this thing with the um, young killer um, Dylan Roof and all that, one of the things you always see these folks do, even when this dude had a big racist manifesto on the web, is to try to say that they were troubled. <laughs> they were sick. They were mentally ill. Don't blame the past. Don't blame the Confederate flag. And it's like, why can't this dude, if you want to say they're mentally ill, which I seriously doubt personally, but if you want to use that, why can't you say it is as symptomatic of how society is? Because the way people reacted when you had folks talk about, hey, this dude was rocking the Confederate flag and was talking all this stuff about, you know, civil war and states' rights and how black people are evil and blah, blah, blah. When they were like, let's just take away a surface symbol. Let's not have the Confederate flag hang around the South Carolina Capitol. People lost their damn minds. They lost their minds. Like, if people are familiar with Charles Schultz's peanuts, you know how Linus always had a security blanket? Like, the Confederate flag is like a whole bunch of, you know, white folks' security blanket here in the United States, and not just down south. Okay. All over. In in the state of Maryland, where I live at, there's some jokers you'll see occasionally with Confederate flags. I've had people that I know in Ohio and Oklahoma and, and other spots be there like, yo, y'all were even a part of the Union when some of this was going down. And y'all talking about, don't take away my Confederate flag. Like, the Confederate flag is literally the sign of the most treasonous and losingest team in the history of the United States. If, if you somehow, by whatever weird way you want to try to remove race from it, because that's one of the weird things I find is funny. You have folks like, I hate black people, but the Confederate flag ain't racist. It's the rebel flag. What was it rebelling against? It was rebelling against the idea of a union that did not want to have slavery based off of the backs of black Americans. That was the state right they were fighting for. And got their asses beat by. And that decimated hundreds of thousands of Americans in war. Why would you hold on to the flag of a loser? Of a notion that literally lost if there wasn't something that you wanted to change. Like how you have how you know how you never hear black people talk about the old, the good old days? Too tough. <laughs> like in terms of um a general notion. Yeah. Like you'll have folks like um I think a few years ago Tom Brokaw used to term the greatest generation talk about like the cats from the forties and fifties or whatever, the post World War you know, one generation and all that. Post World War actually I'm sorry, post World War Two generation. And you'll have folks talk about well they're there were certain morals and values and blah, 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 blah. And in that aspect, I'm like, well, what was so different about America back then to America now? I mean, yes, there are changes in technology and, you know, certain, you know, societal and legal changes and stuff like that. But when you hear people try to kind of gloss cleanly over that, they seem to want to fall into a false notion that, to me, everything was about them. Everything was about white America and we didn't have to think about well, these black folks are being treated poorly, these Asians are being treated poorly, these Latinos are being treated poorly, these um, gay folks are treated poorly in a secular society. 
you know, and it's like that was false. Even the concept of white or whiteness didn't really exist if you really want to get into it until about the early 20th century because you had European immigrants coming over here who were treated like crap but they weren't a certain type of descendant and whatnot. But it's a history that people like to gloss over. When people want to do this Confederate flag, Steve, they want to try to act like black folks are tripping. When it's like, that's kind of an insult to be waving that flag that was pretty much like, we don't like y'all, and we think you're subhuman. And you want to have a way of life where I could be the most poor, dirt, stereotypical white redneck person, but I'm better than them Negroes over there. Like, it's like a weird aspiration. Like, one day, maybe I'll own one, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, there's been all types of protests and craziness. And I think more due to fears of economic boycott and the upcoming presidential elections is why South Carolina legislative voted to bring it down. I think there were a few sincere people wanting to bring it down, but, you know, everything was about to hit the fan. You had the um, young woman activist, shout out to Bree Newsom, who climbed up the pole and took down the flag, even for a moment. No doubt. And um, whatnot down there. But um, I'm, I personally think anybody who's sane would be very happy to have a Confederate flag, not fly anywhere where it's supposed to be an official government building or place. Because quite no frankly, doubt. if you want to hang that joint inside your house, maybe even outside your house, cool. I don't care because you know what? That tells me I don't need to go there. But that's not supposed to be around where your place of governmental business is. But I'm like, yeah, I think anybody wants to have it take it down. I just think people shouldn't get caught up in the symbolism of it. Yeah. It's easy to take down a flag. It's not easy to change folks' minds. That's right. It's not easy to not have some folks try to turn back the clock, which we see happening a whole lot, whether it's, you know, voting standards in various states um, the literally almost daily to every other day story about somebody being jacked up by the legal system whether it's via individual police or you know the courts whether it's just you getting paid equally everybody still isn't paid equally well, no. like if you're literally not a white man and this is statistical fact you're not being paid equally well, like it's no. literally like white man white woman then I think it's like then I think it's like Asians, then I think it's Latinos, then I think it's Blacks. So I think all this other stuff that's happening is fine, and you know there's battles back and forth in terms of like removing various murals and symbols and stuff, not just for that are offended to Black Americans, but to you know the First Nations, Native American population here in the United oh, States. But there's a lot to go. I mean, taking down the flag shouldn't make anybody be quiet over the fact that nine people who were literally praying got killed. <laughs> Which in any other place would be treated as the travesty it is to a high degree. Not having folks be there like, y'all talk about race, it makes me uncomfortable and or hurts my feelings. I'm going to hide under my Confederate flag blanket <laughs> right now. And um, whatnot. Um, I'm pretty sure this, this boy is going to get the sentence he deserves and I will cry no tears or anything. Forum, but again, we got a, we got a long way to go. When you have people who were like, "I know this dude," but oh, he was just joshing or or, or joking well, about kill, about killing a whole bunch of people until it happened. 
The one thing is for sure is that them that flag being up there let people know that 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 vibe was still you know prevalent, still active. I guess in some ways vital in that um, area in that community. So in that way, it was good that it was up. But somebody might not have known, outsiders might not have known, people in the area might not have known, young people might not have known that history. Might not have known, you know what I'm saying? You know, while well, at the same time it shouldn't be displayed as seasons that broke down, but, you know, it's as if it was a, 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 something that had to happen so people could see it. You know, especially people in other parts of the other parts of the country, people overseas, you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe you can get another current standard with African Americans are talking about when they're talking about things of racing in, in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. And the crazy thing is, for people who still want to try to scream about how it's not racist, I think this past weekend, um, the KKK had a rally around that way. And they had people waving the Confederate flag and a Nazi flag. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't hard to tell. I mean, a few folks got, you know, roughed up and everything because you also had um, a bunch of black folks come down there and um, the new Black Panthers. And there's some pictures where it's kind of crazy. Oh, where at the wow. same token, I'm just here, I'm just there like, well, if you got your ass beat, mm. <laughs> you know. I'm not necessarily crying a tear if, you know, a black dude, you know, two-pieced you in the face. Mm. Shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have been, you know, crackering. I don't know what I can tell you on that end. But, um, yeah, um, that was a few things to catch up with on that end. Let me see. What else do we got going on? Um, presidential election stuff. Man, the Republican Party is a straight clown car. Now, before um <laughs> folks even get into certain stuff, um, both myself and the Blackhawk are registered independent. We're not shilling yeah. for the Democrats. We're not shilling for the Republicans. And even if there's somebody independent who's crazy, we're just going to say what the hell's on our mind. As of now, the Republican Party, man, it's like y'all screwed up so much. You have Donald Trump heading, being the, le- the lead in the current polls. Donald, I'm in the apprentice Trump. Donald, I go bankrupt almost every other year. Trump, but yet I'm supposedly a billionaire. Donald Trump, who says the craziest crap to everybody, that dude is in the lead. I'm not a fan of not one person running as a Republican. And I think as of right now, it's about, what, 16 people or something? It's like some absurd crazy number. But it's like (laughs) almost every other crazier person is running. Now, the thing that gets me about Trump is this is a party I'm already violently against on a whole bunch of stuff. So my bias is already there. Oh, well, deal with it. I personally think Dr. Ben Carson is making himself and his legacy as a man who has since, at least on the scientific end, looks sad by running with these losers. I'd rather him, quite frankly, be libertarian or something like that. But hey, that, that's his choice to run with. With literally one of the most racist parties in this country right now that's probably not a literal like Nazi political party or something is that Donald Trump is a stupid politician. He's stupid. He's saying stuff that I'm like, 
it wouldn't surprise me if any of these folks actually believe this stuff in their private lives. But it's not expedient to say as a presidential candidate or as a person who still makes a whole lot of money off of the public and their image in the public. Like, for example, Donald Trump has really gone hard with dissing people he does not like and various easy groups on like a new age navitist type of vibe like um he wholesale like this um latino immigrants like you know he used a general term because like something i always know that's weird like you'll have like you know racist white folk use the term mexicans to talk about all latinos i guess because mexico's the closest country that we have and whatnot and we got like the trade regulations and all of that and he's just pretty much up there like, yeah, you know, a whole bunch of these cats should be trying to cross the border and are like rapists and drug dealers. And it's like, dude, really? <laughs> really? And then he doubled down and then like a whole bunch of, you know, for one thing, he does business out there, which just makes him look stupider. And, you know, a whole bunch of corporate people and stuff left various things he was um a, a, a part of, including the Miss USA pageant. He doubled down on that. Then he talked about John McCain, which I'm like, again, a person who I'm not a fan of, but he was just there like, yo, this dude who served in the Vietnam War and, you know, was a prisoner of war and all that, um, he, he that, that that dude ain't no hero. He ain't doing nothing. And then, then, then he was just there like, Psh, he wasn't a hero. You know, he just got caught. It's like, dude, did you serve? Because, again, I'm not the biggest fan of how certain things go with how our military is is used. But this is an all-volunteer force that we have. And during that time, you know, people were still being drafted. In the present, it's all-volunteer force. That's one of those things where I'm just there like, bruh, if you, if you weren't on the front lines, who are you to say anything? You know, regardless of how I feel about McCain, I'm like, that cat served. Was it was was you know held up for almost five plus years? You just trying to be there like, psh, like whatever. While well, you got mad deferments, the people who got passes back then either were meant were super mentally incompetent or where they were rich. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the funny thing about all of this is to me is, like, you know, Donald Trump was one of those guys who was just there, like, you know. Psh, I'm going to get all the votes from the blacks and Latinos and whatever. One day I'm like, the blacks? Really? Okay, bruh. Okay. Is that for his party, which I think is very telling, until the the fire hit the, the pan, nobody really said anything. You really didn't have any political cats who were just there like, yo, Donald Trump is crazy as hell. Nah, B. Even if just to make themselves look good in terms of the um, Republican cats who are running. You had a few folks here and there, especially on the end of um, the immigrant situation. Because essentially, I think, well, I'm going to go into that in a minute. But I had thought that was like very weird and very telling. Because I'm, like, I'm just one of those people who looked at that party. I'm like, y'all already don't like most black folks. You definitely are going to be the type who don't like, you, you're pretty much saying, I don't like Latino slash brown folks. I don't like term brown for latino but i'll just use that for now um you think for like the folks in various places like the dominican republic that's going through like essentially a purging of dark-skinned haitians descent folks which are african folks and all of that um you think they're gonna let them through the border if they're gonna let you know mexicans and people from central america through 
You know what I'm saying? Like, to see the the blatant insanity of this, besides the, the fact that I have kind of a grim sense of humor, I want to see the first um televised political debate with all these idiots. It's it's nuts. It's it's strictly and purely nuts. And what killed me is some black folks are still stuck up for that crazy white man. I I don't get it. I don't get it. And I know all of our other countries where we have to show what know that um every political election can be like crazy town. But yeah, I just had to talk about that because I was like, that's that's a nonsense. Well, one thing I want to say briefly, because I think Fusion covered most of that for me, is that I kind of lost my faith in politics when I was a teenager. And so I kind of went back and forth, you know what I'm saying, since then. But I'm almost back the way I was then. And so when I see people up there, I listen for information that they may give on other candidates that maybe we don't know about or themselves that we don't know about or, um, you know, you know, or just having people critiqued in a certain way that they maybe hadn't been critiqued before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when, 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 when Trump said, said that about Homeboy's world record, you know, hadn't been too many people really critiqued other people the way he did. You know what I'm saying? Which to me, you know, because I don't have faith in none of it, it's a game to me. So I'm just looking to be entertained, really. You know, um, I think it, I think um, uh, government works the best probably on the local level in the sense of being, having hands-on and having being able to change things. But so uh, in the sense of it being, you know, at least functioning the way, it, I guess, the closest the way it should, it affects people immediately, you know what I'm saying, the local level. But when I see this up here, you know, I'm like, you know, it's almost like a game, you know what I'm saying, and, and just to get information. And that, you know, it, I don't, you know, if it's a game to me, that's why I don't take it serious, you know, because that's what a game is, something you don't take serious. So it's like, yeah, I'm entertained by it, that's all. And I could dig it. I mean, I'm one of those people who I guess the only reason I can say I'm into politics to a degree is because I think living as a black person in America, you have no choice. These folks on certain levels are a part of how your life is going to be on a systemic level and what have you. Um, I think about it, a very good point. I think it's all about the local base, whether it's, you know, county, state, municipality, what have you. Like, I think everybody should participate in those votes. Since, you know, even with that, and if you want to go up to the level of Congress, the Congress people are ultimately the ones who are going to have the more control than anything on a national level. Because while the president can veto and, you know, sign certain stuff in or whatever, you know, it's a... How, however flawed it may be, and that's a whole rant for probably the uncensored show. Um, th- that's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But the presidential joint, I just look at that in terms of when people look at this country on an international level. Like, people who've listened to the show know that we will definitely critique President Obama. We have on a whole bunch of stuff in his administration that we feel is crazy. But 
I'd rather have somebody who at least tries to pretend to be semi-sane than a nut like Donald Trump. Anywhere near <laughs> my joint. Um, you know, I'm just saying. Um, so enough of that. And speaking of um the elections on that side, and real quick, um, shout out to the folks over at Black Lives Matter. Um, during the Netroots event, they disrupted um Democratic candidates Martin O'Malley and Bernie Sanders to again reinforce the issues of um black deaths at the hands of the police. Which um sadly in this country is very, 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 very blatant, and people still try to find excuses for stuff. Um, regardless of whether it's taped or not, because apparently, you know, black folks have superhuman strength even when they're unarmed, apparently. Or, oops, they died, I wonder how. And, um, one an extra frustrating example of that happened this past weekend uh, with a young lady by the name of Sandra Bland in Texas. And... With her situation, what happened was um, she had just got a job around that way. And um, she was driving around, and the police pulled her over in an area called Waller County. And with, um, pardon me, her scenario... Um, she again. She was about to um. She had moved out there for a job, actually a job at her alma mater, Prairie View A and M University. Um, shout out to my folks over at HBCUs and whatnot. Um, she was pulled over for it, not properly using her turn signal, which you know, you already know that's BS from the jump. But let's say this was a pullover. Um, she got pulled over, and this has been something that all you did was get a ticket for. Um, she was at the exit of her vehicle, and the officers threw her to the ground. This all got caught on video by, you know, again, another outside bystander who was like, oh, crap, something's happening, and they taped it. And in the video, she's her screaming at the officers that you just slammed my head into the ground. Don't you even care? I can't hear. And she was taken into custody. And you had one cop try to roll up on the person who was taping and try to tell them not to stop, ta- to stop taping. And they had taped it. And um, I think the dash cam video also came out, which pretty much showed that the police were lying because they had said that she was being aggressive. And um, she got arrested for allegedly assaulting a police officer. And about three days later, she was found dead in the police cell. And they're trying to say it was done like um, like a self-auto-asphyxiation, pretty much that she um, choked herself. And... Um, Hung herself and her family's like that's some that's a bullcrap. And when you see these um videos, you gotta agree <laughs> because it's like you lied from the gate in terms of what happened. And the bugged out thing about this particular um scenario at Waller County, Texas, is they've had a few people who mysteriously ended up dead in their cells by hanging or some other type of thing. Um, we talk about these cases because, not because we want to, but because they need to be told. Because oh, wow. whether it's in Texas or New York or right in my, you know, first home state of Maryland, we brought up stuff in Jersey, of course, you know, 
Missouri and, and, and everywhere else. It keeps happening. It keeps no, happening. No. And to not identify as this could happen to somebody I love or care for or just to anybody in terms of basic humanity um, it has to be brought up. And one of the things I kept seeing about this particular case is you had a lot of black women who was like, that could be me. I could be minding my business. Somebody could feel like doing some crap and they can get away from it because they have a badge. And I don't like the quantifiers some people put on it where it's like, well, she was college educated. That was like me. She was a part of a sorority. That was like me. She worked a nine to five. That was like me. Because it should have had to take those quantifiers to believe that a human life should be snuffed out for garbage. That's right. And for no reason. Yes, right. it's fine to identify with that with certain ways, but like, don't use a respectability politics tip of, well, she did everything white folks said we were supposed to do. Why she get killed? She got killed because they didn't care. That's right. And ultimately, when we look at a lot of these cases, a lot of these folks just don't freaking care. That's why people still got to protest. That's why people are trying to make changes on the streets and then inside of buildings and whatnot because of America's hypocrisy in terms of treating its citizenship equally. And with some people, I think they have the fear of if it's going to be quote-unquote equal, you know, these folks we've done dirty are going to flip on us one day. And we might face that wrath. And all I can say to that is the way things are going right now, I'm like, I personally think this country would have burnt to the ground by now, but I'm like, you keep poking the tiger, man. It's going to bite you. You know, um, you want to do the metaphorical um, story um, coalition where um, there was a silly story that happened about a week or two ago where this um, white dude, um, it was somewhere down south, they had a sign saying, you know, don't go into this pool. We've seen a big alligator. And the white dude said, F that alligator. It literally jumped in the pool. The alligator ate him. Really? Nature- yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was a crazy story. They said, like, you know, he was about his people. And they were like, his last word was like, F that alligator. He jumped in there and the alligator bit him up and ate him. And it's why they do that. Because you kept ignoring. He literally ignored the signs. America keeps ignoring them signs, yo. Get it straight or there's going to be a problem. There's a powder keg happening. If you, People talk about, oh my god, you're, you're radi- the, the population is getting more radicalized. Yeah, I wonder why. And the thing I is wonder me, why. And the thing is to me, you know, to me it's not about what black folks are going to do or what any or brown folk or what any other folks are going to do in the sense of how gunning or how manning it's always been bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people had to go through their stages and evolutions to come to that point. But it's always been bigger than that. You know, I think, unfortunately, um, man is going to have to go through some changes for these ideas to be shaken off or for certain people to, you know, you know, evolve away in some, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is over a hundred years. You know, we're, we're centuries in. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's still, you know, those things are still within the politics, within the within the culture, 
you know, a lot of things are done through symbols. So a lot of times there's not necessarily people who are straight up about it. You know, they're, you know, those people are more the straight up end. And they really represent the people who are, who have the, who have the least amount of power. When you see people with, you know, the KKK, you know, they're, they're deadly. No doubt about it. You know, and that's right. the entire thing about all of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to talk about things because we're black Americans. We're going to talk about it from our particular perspectives. You know, uh, we look at, because I think honestly the thing is, and I think that might be the fear of American folks, the worse you treat certain populations, that's going to inevitably fall upon you. But people are very comfortable with a certain structure. You got folks, and this is a people of all backgrounds. I mean, we talk about white America, we talk about people of all, all backgrounds. Because you got folks who are like, this is messed up. Well, nah, all police are good. That's an absolute statement. All police obviously aren't good, otherwise this stuff wouldn't keep happening. That's right. Well, you know, law enforcement does does a pretty damn good job. Does it really? We got people, you know, trying to take away things like the mandatory sentencing and a whole bunch of other stuff because it's not doing people good. Unless you own a private prison. It's doing you real good because you're getting, like, cheap labor. And subsidies and all of that type of stuff. Like, these situations are so infuriating because there's always an excuse. And I'm waiting for them to try to pull up something on her, say that she either did something back in the day or that she was, you know, depressed or mentally ill or something like that. And use that as a reason to be there, like, that's why she's dead. It's like clockwork when a black person dies. Like, one mistake they might have made back in the day justifies why they got killed. And, you know, I'm not trying to make it make, you know, people feel uncomfortable. But when you look at all this in historical context, and for black people, real black people who are naturally um, have a, 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 a balance between sacred and secular, where they're going to have, you know, thoughts about the most high, is that God is not in any of this. The creator most high is not in any of this. So it's like, you know, Black people in a very unique situation on this planet, where it's like almost a lawnmower is coming at them. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you know, you know, there's something there that's going on that we haven't, we don't understand, you know, or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it clearly, it clearly has this. There, you know, people have to rationalize through science and through literature and, and through the arts to be able to feel justified into being able to do this. That's been going on for almost the last thousand years. You know, someone get it to this point, you know, to feel like, well, if they're not human beings, it doesn't matter if they're this, or, you, know, you know, people can obviously believe this shedding in human blood to that extent. doesn't matter. You know, what spirit is that? What is that? No doubt. <laughs> but, but, see, but see, that's the crazy thing. That's why I'm like, people are holding on to something. They know what's wrong. It's like, it's like, how are you in the desert and you're hugging a, and you're hugging a cactus? Because all you know what to do is to hug a cactus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe if you let go of the cactus and walk a few miles down the road, you might find some water. Nah, it's me and this cactus. <laughs> like, this is really the state of this, of too many people. 
in this country, especially if they're, and I'm I'm going to go there because of something that's happened recently with literature, especially if there's not a white savior narrative. Like, remember when Selma came out and you had people who were like kind of hot because they were like, wow, they 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 didn't make Lyndon B. Johnson look like a a, a super awesome dude. And it was like, because he really wasn't. I mean, right. yes, he was a part of the Civil Rights Act going through and all of that, but that was more of a thing of pragmatic, being pragmatic than being there like, I love all black people, I think they should be treated equally, and I'm I'm going to do this radical thing. And while he would have treated the crappiest in that movie, he had people who were mad because he wasn't the saving light. <laughs> you know? He wasn't like the dude in The Last Samurai who apparently... uh. You know, Tom Cruise as as a as a post um, Civil War white dude with the best samurai out of millions of Japanese people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or um, as what's happened recently with the um, Harper Lee um, book. Like um, for people who aren't familiar, Harper Lee wrote um, the book To Kill a Mockingbird, which later became a movie with Gregory Peck. No doubt. And um, all of that, and it was essentially the story of a young girl and um, her father, who was a lawyer, Atticus Finch. Um, young girl observing her father um, defend a black man who was accused of rape in the south Um, a lot of school curriculum I think whether it was middle school or high school you had to read to kill a mockingbird and whatnot and um, you know if you have American movie classes or God knows what else or Hulu or Netflix or something I'm sure you can like find the movie which Gregory Peck did did do a damn good job acting in I'll give people that if nothing else um, To Kill a Mockingbird was never a story to me about Atticus Finch not being a racist. It was a story of him doing his job to defend the client regardless of how he may have felt about certain things because he knew other folks weren't going to even try to give the man a proper defense in court. Um... So there's um, a book where people are either talking about it's her, because Harper Lee didn't publish anything afterwards, because she just made mad bank off of that particular book. But um, a new book came out where people are either saying that it was the first draft of To Kill a Mockingbird, or it was a whole new book that she had wrote and decided not publish until now called To Set a Watchman. And some folks I'll be real, particularly white folks are losing their mind because it doesn't make Atticus Finch this benevolent, you know, white heroic dude that they remember from the movie. Like, this book has him straight up be a racist. Like, he goes, he he's about, you know, he's a segregationist and he um, goes to KKK meeting. He, he went to a KKK meeting and a whole bunch of other stuff. And um, his daughter in this book is older. And she pretty much gets kind of disillusioned with him because he's just there like, yo, I, my memory of you as a kid does not mess with this now, you know, partly because you're older and you're observing things differently. And uh, what have you. And it's kind of like the disillusionment of seeing that how certain folks really never wanted to deal with racial issues. Or or true equality and stuff, which actually, quite frankly, makes me more interested. I might check it out on Audible or something so we can talk about it on the show in a few weeks. And um, whatnot. And uh, folks have like acted like this is Atticus Fence not being 
this awesome white savior is like Santa Claus not existing in the literary world. Because this aspect of there is no there is no white savior or, you know, the fact that racism can be complex hurts people's minds. Like Atticus Fish to me was more the example of just a good lawyer. Than necessarily of this awesome man. You know what I'm saying? And in a way, I think how the reaction is just asymptomatic to this how this country is. It just symbolizes how people feel about certain stuff to this day. Just because you are, you know, calling people nigger all day don't mean you're not a racist. It doesn't mean you're not prejudiced. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of actions and other things that can make things colored through and America is a country that has never liked looking at itself in the mirror and admitting it. This is still a country where you have people in Texas and other states who are trying to downplay slavery in school textbooks as a reason for the Civil War. Who are somehow trying to be there like America was founded, we had a few Negro issues, then everything got better, and, and, and that's American history because we can't get too critical about how things it went. It's like, that doesn't even make sense. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm curious to see what the reaction and response is going to be if, when people try to introduce this book into the school system. I think it's going to inevitably happen because Harper Lee is a classic um, writer and an artist. And um, yeah, like to me, it's just been very funny to see how some folks have reacted. Like, Atticus can't be this way. That dude ain't your daddy. It's, it's like, like it's almost like the white person's reaction to how some black people react to Bill Cosby. Where it's just they're like, he ain't Heathcliff Huxtable. Because yeah, I'll go there. I, I, I don't care. I, I, I think he's a skeevy bastard. He deserves everything he get. He's getting right now. You shouldn't be drug. <laughs> you should. You, you shouldn't be drugging and raping women. And what's funny is that I always had a conversation about that dude, even as a kid, you know what I'm saying, you know, I, I, I ain't gonna front, I did watch, you know, some episodes of the show, you know what I'm saying, but I always just had this suspicion about him, like, they like you too much, bro, you know what I'm saying, they like you too much, and, you know, I, I'm not saying that, well, I came up around, you know, I think, you know, a, a, a real, you know, um, serious and kind of like authentic vibe of people. So, you know, I'm like, you're not picking my barometer just from the people I had in front of my face or around me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, eh, I don't know. You're not like these cats, so I don't know. I got whatever, whatever. But, you know, so this happening, I'm not surprised. You know, something about people like, something about people like that, they 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 they're they're attractive to people who like to give their money and put them out to be seen. Uh, like my thing about Bill Cosby's situation, because the um dep- the deposition came out from um 2005 and some other stuff, is that the nicest thing you can say about that dude is it's like you're a horrible skeezy dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like his, I'm like this is something coming from his own mouth. Like by now, I just think 
people are in denial if at the very minimum you just you aren't there like wow you you're just a, a mean freaky weirdo and um all that dude admitted buying mad you know quaaludes and stuff for sex and you know paying folks off and all other you know types of nonsense he even said like the, the main lady who um, filed the case back then, i think it's like angela costrand i might be putting that last name wrong um he was like to tell her mom that she had an orgasm so it wouldn't seem like something bad happened one thing i love my mom i ain't telling her nothing about my sex life <laughs> i'm not <laughs> you know what i'm saying good or well if I get assaulted, I'll say something. You know, uh, I would need family support. But that's not like the the type of conversation you're going to try to breathe. Like, why would you even tell somebody to say that? It's something crazy ain't happened. You know what I mean? And like, just a bunch of other stuff. And again, this is the case that he settled, where about an extra twelve to twelve, eleven to twelve people were going to testify against him. <laughs> I'm going to keep repeating this statement, and people can be mad all they want to. If you're a man in this country and you have all the power and money in the world and somebody accuses you of sexual assault, rape, or whatever, especially when you are Bill Cobby money, if you're not going to fight that, you deserve everything you're going to get. If you didn't do it, why would you not fight it? If anything, think, think about how it would have been if you fought that joint and won. Mm. Nobody would be able to talk smack about you ever. Like, it is devastating for a man to deal with the false accusation of rape or sexual assault. I'm one of those people where if somebody does a false claim, I think that person should go to jail. I'm very harsh about those things because too much of it happens in the world that does not get acknowledged or recognized or taken seriously and people had to be scared of reporting it because they know more often than not the assaultee is going to get more crap than the assaulter male or female so when you have a dude like Bill Cosby and I'm just there like look if this is really just a jump off why didn't you go through the case even in private why did you not go through the case why did you keep blocking the, why did you keep blocking these depositions and paperwork where people were digging for if you're so innocent and you never said what's out of your own mouth. Not through a lawyer. Not on the side through your wife who God knows what she's dealing with right now. Interpret dealing with that. And all of that. You didn't come out of your mouth straight up and be there like I never did anything to those women. That's telling to me. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you, Black Hawk, yo, if somebody accused you of something, what would you say? If you somebody ain't what? If somebody accused you of rape or sexual assault, what would you say? <laughs> I would. There would be a fight. <laughs> Why would that not be that way for anybody? Why? And I, I hate to be this person, but even if you did something that, at very minimum, was questionable, if not what you didn't, you didn't do it. Why would you still not try it? You had the upper hand because you were the famous person. People were going to expect. A, a rich, famous person to maybe fool around or cheat. Well, that's right. right. Quite, fr- quite frankly, that's not that would have probably even been a, been a big issue for a day or two on the internet. Wow, Bill Cosby was a hoe. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some of us know hoes in real life. Anyway, 
Oh, Bill Bill was a hoe back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Shocking. You know what I'm saying? It's the fact that you had tons of women who, when the statute, like, who who were talking about these situations when the statute of limitations was up for legal recourse on a civil or criminal court basis. Why would you talk about these things and have these MOs for such a long period of time if something wasn't right? Because no woman ever gets to come up saying that they were raped or sexually assaulted. You don't get it. Who 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 could tell me a, a woman who 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 got rich and 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 is beloved for saying they were raped or sexually assaulted? That's why you hear a bunch of dead ass silence because you can't. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You have people who are so depraved in various parts of society. They'll blame they'll blame a young girl for being raped by somebody. Because they did whatever. Tell tell instead of telling somebody to, to keep their shit together. Part of my language and whatnot. And to control themselves. So for an old dude like Bill, quite frankly, I feel like his I feel like his chick is coming home to roost. And I got no tears for him. All you need to do right now is go away. I'd rather you get some type of recourse towards you, but quite frankly, the more you keep doubling down and having these lawyer talk smack, you're setting yourself up. The universe is bound to itself as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> with all this, so you still want to be in denial? I, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, Bill there are plenty of entertainers. I mean, hell, we do stuff in music. You think there are problematic people in music? With various things they've done? You can still be there like, hey, I like the Cosby show. I really appreciate him funding a different world. It's cool that he donated money towards HBCUs and other spots and all of that. That doesn't mean in his personal life he couldn't have been a skis. It, it, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> and I find it weird that people don't want to make that separation. I mean, for God's sake, you think an actor can't act? That's right. <laughs> you know? Like, put the possibility in your mind. Yes, yeah, disappointing. Yeah, it sucks. And yes, unfortunately, it's probably another hero that bites the dust for some people. But, you know, you know what wouldn't have got Bill Cosby in those, in those problems? Not doing a whole bunch of nonsense in the first place. Well, about bottom, bottom line. And then, you know, in your latter life, you, you, you try to be a scold towards people. That makes you look worse. Well, nobody told you, nobody told you this poor, poor black folks can have white people pet you on the head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know those folks who caught feelings when this other stuff came out, we, of course they were going to talk trash. What do you think was going to happen? Well, Dude almost 80 years old. Bruh. Now no, get get right with your creator, man. That's all I can tell that dude, man. Yeah, he definitely gonna need. I mean, I guess everybody wants to get back there when they get old, but when, well, I, who's to say? I'm not gonna say if you know whatever, whatever. But it's it, it's better if when you're young, what shows if it's real or not. But Bill, you see Bill, and then you see those, you know, the, the stuff we were talking about before that. You know what I'm saying? We talk about black and white or whatever. This earth has a way of cleaning itself. You know what I'm saying? And um, a proper thought, proper way of treating your fellow man is the only way to avoid that cleanup. You know, there's something, there's something beyond that's going to be outgunning and 
Muslim people that's been to take place. And um, um, wherever that wickedness is, is probably the most, is probably the, the place is going to, whatever cataclysm or whatever is going to happen because, you know, that's why proper, you know, people can change things by, 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 by having proper thoughts, which creates energy and improper action. You know, that, that, you know, I mean, I'm just I'm not saying talking about protest. I'm just talking about treating yourself a man better. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's what it's going to whatever, whatever, because there's a, there seems to be a, a predatorial force that is using man and that is in a rush to try to do something, in a rush to, like, deflect something or, you know, disrupt something, cause fear, panic, or, you know, maybe, you know, uh, try to knock off some soul that could be a helper for another soul or whatever, whatever. You know, try to deflect somebody from going into that portal that's going to take them to the next level or next dimension, next uh, better self, you know what I'm saying? You know, so individuals have to, that's why it's like, you do a dirtbag, then certain things happen, it's like, you know, it's like you, that's why it's like, that doesn't mean you have to cut off all your sex, but, you know, but just be better to your fellow man, you know. That matters, you being that way before something like this happening. No doubt, and that's the thing that kind of gets me with this story. I'm like, this is not just a purely sex story. Consensual sexuality, you know, I mean, consensual sexuality between two consenting adults, hey, that happens. You know what I'm saying? I personally, if you're in a monogamous relationship and you do some stuff on the side, personally, I don't think that's cool, but if you have a relationship where that's different, because there's people who have all different types of relationships... Then hey, what what can I tell you on that? What we're talking about is non-consensual, forced upon, or excuse me, just dishonest, intentional sex. No, no, that's wrong. This should not be a hard concept for adults to grasp and and and, and get. Quite frankly, I'm gonna put it out there: if you got to drug somebody to get sex, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. If if y'all two have some drinks and you you eventually get into that and everybody's cool from step A to the end, hey, if you're just there like, well, why don't you take this 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 pill or or, or whatever for your nerve? They get woozy and you know then you, you put yourself on top. That's called rape, guys. Oh. <laughs> That's called sexual assault. This is not hard. If you got to slip a Mickey to get, to get sex, you're a rapist. You're a piece of crap. You're a terrible human being who deserves every punishment that you deserve. If they're sober and somebody says no and, and you keep going and do something, I hate to tell you, this this isn't like, you know, them them old school romance movies where they're like, no, 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 then yes, yes, yes. No, that that's called rape, guys. Male and female, again. Because women can do what the cats do. Just because there's a physical reaction doesn't mean it's something that people want. You know what I'm saying? And it's sickening to me to see folks act like they do not get it in 2015. I can understand maybe my parents' generation, the older generations, where there was no term like date rape or something like that. Or it wasn't a thing that was necessarily talked about. None of this type of stuff gets solved if nobody talks about it and puts punishment towards when it happens. 
I don't care if you're a cat down the corner or if you're a famous person, you know? Like, I think the Kabi thing just brings out, especially with, I'm the one who usually handles a lot of social network stuff with the Beatbox Radio. And sometimes, you know, people put their comments and go back and forth, whatever. Like, I don't understand why people will be there like, this dude is famous and, oh, well, now he's old and famous, so even if it did occur, everybody should just shut up. What? Would you say that if your mom told you something like that? Or your aunt or your cousin or your girl? Or one of your female relatives? If 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 you would say that to them? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it bugs me out to see folks who are just there like, you're supposed to get over it. You might not want to have that rule your entire life. I can understand that. But to be there like, oh well, that's that's the way of the world, that that's not cool. That's not freaking cool. I mean, that type of thing you shouldn't want to have to happen to you to suddenly identify with. You know, for some of y'all, e- even for those some individuals who just want to get some, you know what's not going to help people get some? Them having to feel uptight because they had a bad situation back in the day. At least for a while. And they're not able to even get to the point of healing and, and going on with their lives because people are going to act like it's their fault. You got these old ladies who are saying something, I think because they finally got the chance to say something. They finally got the chance to to, to, to let it out. Well, and no. the thing that's gross about the Cosby situation is you keep having all these people talking about, yeah, well, we saw stuff back in the day, but you know, that's depraved. Like, it was an open secret. And yes, you know what? One last thing on this. You have people who bring up the situation of, well, white guys get away with it. Why can't he? That's a false dichotomy. That's dumb. If anything, if, you know, especially for some of these cats who are like, you know, pseudo-hotep cats who are like, the black man is God, obviously Bill Cosby ain't God. That dude screwed up. And make, it's making a whole bunch of folks look bad. You should want to eliminate the cancer before it, affect, it infects everybody. But that that's just me. Like, stuff like that annoys me so much. And like I said, when the deposition came out, I had to talk about that. But um, let's get to a few more other things and um, wrap it on up and yeah. stuff. Um, little bit of sports news. Shouts out to the NCAA athletes who sued um, to get compensation for their name, images, and um, likeness um, in various video games. Now, you know, a lot of folks from the NCAA, especially those who um, get famous later on and all of that, um, when you sign for the NCAA, which is um, the College Athletic Association for um, schools here in the States and whatnot, one of the things that people never really had in their control was compensation for when they graduated. Like, um, let's say you play like um, NCAA basketball 2013 or something. You can see a person's image and their number and everything. They might not have their name, but you would see all of that. Like, it would be like quarterback number 15 or whatever. But it would have all the attributes of that particular athlete. But those cats, they can have their image on that type of thing and they not get a dime. And again, I'm black. I'm a black American. 
most of these teams are made up of black Americans. Oh, wow. You know, so in a jacked up way because there's still people who are trying to get NCAA folks to get at some type of minimal pay or a stipend besides free education. You got people, imagine if you just graduated, you look at it, they're like, you ain't give me no money in college. I might not have made it to the um, NBA, NFL, whatever have you. But these cats are still using my image though when the college is making money. And the NCAA is making money. I'm not making squat. So, a group of folks went ahead and um, sued, and uh, they ended up getting a $60 million settlement for folks who appeared in the NCAA football video game series. Oh, wow. That's going to be split through. So, shout out to them for um, getting that done, because I think that's well-deserved. I mean, the NCAA is a multi-million dollar corporation. You can give up some money. Oh, wow. Stop, Stop fooling around with that, you know what I'm saying? We are talking about this with like back in like nineteen seventy something before, you know. Um, which actually shout out to ESPN's thirty for thirty. They had a great documentary on the dude who um actually got licensing into um sports in a major way. Via uh-huh. Adidas and um Nike. But um yeah, we're we're at a different age. Everybody knows money is flowing like crazy. Give these folks some money, B. Give these folks some money. Um, what else we got going on? Um, Hot 97 got flamed on the internet because they um, put a joint on Twitter asking if black women have an attitude problem. Which was dumb because black folks caught on to that and they were like, really? You know, Hot 97 is a big radio station here in the States based in New York. One of the um, early um, hip-hop stations. And they've had a precipitous fall off in the past few years in terms of quality of music they play and host. And also, I will add to that, when she said early, she means early 1990s. That is correct. Not, not early hip-hop station of New York. Just wanted to clarify that. No doubt. And the thing that killed people with the tweet was not just the question, but the fact they had Michelle Obama's face under it. And then they deleted it, deleted it. But, you know, the internet, everything lives. And um, they got dragged, and rightfully so. Because this was supposed to be hype to promote a show about stereotypes. But I'm like, you know what you could have done and had not gotten into trouble? Just be there like, at Blake AM, we're going to have a show about stereotypes. Is this, this, is this, this, is this, this. Whether it was your, you know, social media intern or whatever, that was dumb. And um, I commented on how dumb it was on Twitter. And I had actually a, um, a Hot 97 host or two kind of come at me about it. And I was like, dude, it was stupid. I'm not going to debate it. You know, it's 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 not very hard, even on a basic marketing level. You know what you shouldn't do in a station that's based in New York and quite frankly has lower ratings than it ever has? You don't alienate a huge segment of your listening population. That's right. And that's what happened with that. There are so many ways you could have addressed your topic, and quite frankly, I've had a few people who were just there like, yeah, the actual show wasn't bad, but you don't put up something, delete it, which again shows that you knew you did something that was ignorant and insane, especially as a corporate radio station, and then, you know, have your program director try to do a half-ass explanation, and, you know, have folks had to continuously, you know, drag you, because it was dumb. Stop doing dumb things. Things live on the internet. Who... And the thing that's insulting, at least to me, as a black woman, I'm just there like, you didn't put, your your thing you didn't post up was, are all black men thugs? 
You didn't post up, you know, are all Latinos illegal? All of these are stupid questions, for one. But you didn't well, use that as your opener to be like, hey, let's talk about stereotypes. You thought you were going to throw that out at black women, whether it was going to be just for purely thirsty marketing purposes, or as an attack. So they go F themselves, quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I mean, get, 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 get your get your mix show DJs right again. Have more than three, you know, radio personalities that have a backbone, and maybe the station will get back to where it used to be. Yeah, the station definitely not what it was in the '90s when when they had like Ed Lover and you know and the rest of those cats on there. The station was golden then, and Ed Lover was there. But um, but yeah, you know, um, I'm amazed that they had to. The, the balls to do that in New York, you know, home of hip hop, you know, still, you know, the home of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's very symbolic of where hip hop, you know, how hip hop is, is that it's kind of, you know, hip hop is, is not as natural as it used to be. And, you know, that was such a statement, you know, seeing that in New York, I mean, when out of all the, most of the early, most of the early hip-hop in seas of, of, of black, or, you know, or blacks in the Caribbean, so it's like, and they had black mothers, so I mean, like, how are you getting that off? You know what I'm saying? How are you getting that off? You know, but that's very symbolic on where the hip-hop is. There is some good hip-hop doesn't put it out, but, you know. Hip hop is more than drinking, drinking and meeting hoes, or, or 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 women acting like whores. Hoes. Hip hop is more than that. You know, it's it's more than that. You know, and I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, no doubt, no doubt. And like, this is the thing that I don't know, like. When you have to go there as a corporation to feel that that's the way for you to get attention, you failed. You did a distinct failure. And somebody somewhere should have known better than to do that. They deserve to be dragged as far as I'm concerned. And again, until they step up their own game and stop being whores to these corporations, they're going to continue failing. They could continue riding off the fumes for back when I went to college in the, you know, mid-90s to the early 2000s and make them make themselves more and more irrelevant because the technology is already advancing where less people are listening to terrestrial radio anyway. And um, whatnot, particularly corporate terrestrial radio. Because people are just tired of the same old, same old. I mean, I mean Hot, Hot 97 couldn't even, even break like the 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 ASAP mob, and they're from New York. Okay. Those cats had to say that they had to go to other places to get broken. That to me is a sign of how Hot ninety seven fell from how they used to be. I honestly feel they haven't had a great summer jam since a few years after I graduated from college in the early two thousands, because they decided to not be the take take fakers and the trendsetters. They decided to follow the leader. And for a big station in New York City metro area, the home of hip hop, that's an ultimate failure. So, don't keep failing, guys. Um, let's see, we'll do one or two more things and then wrap this joint up. 
um lee daniels caught feelings that um the tv show empire didn't get more emmy nominations lee daniels ego is way too big to feel this way empire is a show where if he literally did a look up on having terrence howard and taraji p hinton at the head of that show nobody would have cared because however you may feel about terrence howard in his personal life because yeah he's a skeevy dude too he's an on-point actor and taraji p hinton is an on-point actress and um you know people heard our little mini recaps and stuff um when the season ran and um everything and you know it's 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 soap opera it's, it's it's a trashy soap opera tv and yeah you can have your fun with it and all of that but it, those two literally made it a big a bigger thing than what it could have been it would have had a, a second upcoming season if it wasn't for those two no doubt about it so you know creator and showrunner lee daniels who quite frankly is very problematic for me in terms of some of the entertainment he's cranked out until um, Empire. It's like, you need to calm down. Yes, you got some stuff for costuming and for Taraji P. You know, you don't need to be making, you know, little Instagram videos and finds talking about F those mother effers for not getting any more stuff. Be happy that, you know, you're one of those guys who want to have white folks pat you on the head. Be happy you got that for now. All right, you know. But you're black on you're black you're black on having a show on TV, and there's some other black people who are before you. No doubt. But even now, we're not getting that chance. We're as good or better. So, no you know, doubt. So I mean, have a coconut smile, black man. You know what I mean? And it's like there's a lot more shows that are out. For one, like you're you're not the only cat who's supposed to get no shine, so calm yourself down. And um, you know, secondly, bro, weren't you talking about not to talk trash to um Hollywood white folks to, about Monique a while back? Like she ain't played the game. You saying F those mother efforts is playing the game? Okay, that guy, you better be careful. You best be careful. Because you're in a business where they will dump you like a hot potato for the next hot thing. And the next, you know, the the, the next old business joint. I ain't saying that, you know, you got to be a kiss ass or whatever. But, you know, bruh, I'm like, you're a little delusional if you thought this joint was going to get like, you know, best, you know, best drama or something. That wasn't going to go down. Even if it was a quote, even if it was like the BET Awards or like the Black Emmys, you weren't going to be the best show. You weren't, you know what I'm saying, and you better hope that as long as that show runs, that you have um Taraji and them on board. Cause you know, God bless the mother folks. I'm glad there are more black people behind the scenes and in front of the camera who are getting paid and are getting their skills on. But Empire would be so terrible without the few professional black folks they had, including the um brother who used to be on New York Undercover. I I can't think of his name off a damn right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I actually, I had, we hadn't, I hadn't, I had forgot to mention that. I like the show, and you know, I don't watch TV as much as I used to. But I personally thought that when Malik Yoba left, or when they, when they, 
kill him off. Um, I don't know. I think I just thought that was a mistake because I think Malik brought that New York undercover vibe, and you know, um, this, you know, um, I don't know. Some about that vibe of him being in it, you know, to me made it made it do something. Better. And I'm not saying that he can't be replaced by somebody that's good. You know what I'm saying? But I just thought he wasn't the person that they should have killed. That's just what I believe. Uh, I could dig it. I mean, I'm curious to see, you know, how they set up the second season. I hope the I hope the music is better. Quite frankly, there was some cool job, but there was a whole bunch of them. Like, yeah, there's a music industry show, and some of this music is terrible. You will never be able to convince me something like "Drip Drop" is a dope song or other types of things. You won't. I have the soundtrack. I gave it a shot. I literally only like about three or four songs. Out of like 18. But hey, keep it jumping. I know they're supposed to have like 90 million guest stars on this season. And all over type of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. And um, let's see here. I think that is about it. Yeah, because we've been talking for a little while. We'll get into like movies people seen and other stuff on um next week's show. And, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, all indeed, of that. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. We're so glad you've been able to tune in. The Black Hawk just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And we'd like to tune in next time. Check out the DJ, me, me and DJ Fusion do a little rhyme. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, it's all good. One love, everyone. Thank you very much. For your ears and your attention, your attention is very precious. Thank you very much. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, quick side note: um, if you got Netflix, um, BoJack Horseman season two is out, and it is really good. <laughs> it gets kind of dark as hell, and um, whatnot, but it's really, really good. Um, go and um, peep that. Um. Yeah, when it gets right around to the end, there's like a big holy crap moment, but it has this mix of good comedy and drama for um a definitely more adult-oriented cartoon, so check that out. And um, yeah, that'll be my little recommendation for today, because I got a whole thing I want to like kind of touch base on that I think touches base with some radio show audience, but that'll be for another time. So thanks again for checking out the Fusebox radio broadcast. You're about to get into the music mix. As I always say, you don't got to love or agree with everything that we talk about, but if it sparks your mind a bit and it sparks up some, you know, good conversation, we've done our job as quality um, independent media and as um, the history of black media in general here in the States and beyond. Shout out to all the music artists, um, indie and major who submit music to us to um, consider playing. We really appreciate y'all. And of course, shout out to our wonderful listening audience by whatever means you check us out um through the podcast then whether it's stitcher or itunes or anybody else that has a rating system if you really dig what we like um hit us up with that high rating uh, that helps gives us the more people via eyes and ears and all of that and um we're going to get to it and um shouts out to um stitcher radio real real quick um it's always kind of cool to, ch- to check out like what type of shows get recommended um, for people who listen with us, it's an interesting mix of like partial news shows and partial like hip hop and music shows. No doubt. And I, I actually really dig that. Where I'm just there, like I don't know how somebody who listens to like, you know, BBC News is like listen to the Fuse Box Radio, but whatever. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. It's on that level. Because we're, we're just two, we're just two we're just two folks who like talking. 
I mean, we're I, th- I think we're smart folks and everything else. I mean, I'm not gonna be like we're just two dumbasses talking. I mean, we're two pretty cool black folks who talk. But for somebody to be there, like, let me see what this commentary is like compared to people who are like the BBC and NPR and some other joints I've seen. And then it's like, hey, you like music? Listen to this, this, and this too. So it's like, hey, thank y'all for whatever algorithm gets us there and gets us listeners. We appreciate it. So um, yep, about time to get into some tunes. Um, get your head nodding, feet stomping, all of that. This is the syndicated Fusebox Radio broadcast with DJ Fusion of Saw Raw Black Hawk about to um make that music happen. Alright, peace. Yeah. Last call, peace, love. I'm in rock. Okay, 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 okay. Attention to the whole crew. Scoob lover, scrap lover, I don't need you dancing. Mr. C, I don't need you on the turntables. Aunt Live, I don't need you collecting the dough. And little daddy, since you my brother, get your ass on in here. Cause we get ready to take things down the line. Here we go one time. Prepare yourself for MC terror. And don't make the error of trying to come nearer. Rapper so smooth and swift with the gift to gab to grab the mic. Cause I'm sorta like Vincent Price. But you never been so nice. So back up off me, I'm separating men from mice. Kicking ass in every committee, city to city. Until both shoes are sh- The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator of data, plus an imitator, assassinator. Lyrics on display are too darn sweet, hard as concrete, and always on beat. Step into this, you're not allowed. You keep fronting on the stage like you're rocking the crowd. Snatch at the microphone real proud, but your rhymes are so booty, you should write them on white cloud. So next up, down the line, Scrap Lover. Ayo, hey, the microphone's mine, but I prefer peace, so the road to get rough. When a toy MC gets the heart to pull a bluff, then there's no laughter, because the one that I'm after is Smash. For that reason, you have to make sure each and every lyric is harmless. Because if not, you won't be able to calm this. Brother from Brooklyn made the fit of groove and prepared for the unexpected to make a move. So put up your girl and let's see who's in trouble, troop. And if you got a sister, then make it a double scoop. The capital S to C. The R-A-P stands for me, because I'm the only MC with an original rap style. You disagree, you can put on the scrap pile. So stay off the set with George and Jet, son. You never seen a dancer who rapped where you met one. Now spin the wheel of fortunes or be wise and stay back. Co-host my show like Patton, don't say jack shit. Or get eight like oats and barley. Save your sweat for Keith and the beef for Charlie. So next up, going down the line, Scoop Lover. Yo. The microphone's mine, it's the S, y'all, to the C, y'all, double O-B, y'all, but goddamn miss me, y'all. Jump back, kiss myself, I'm so fast, if I brew a two, because yo, I don't get high, I might wave high, at a pretty young girl that walk by, but yo, you all act, you can't stop, or with the weave in your head like a mop. You must know karate cause your face look chopped Now back to the subject of the matter I eat a lot of food but I won't get fatter Let me see I'm slim My hair is well trimmed And when I'm low key I throw on a brim But I'm not conceited When hanging out I need it For when trouble comes in I never have to meet it Well, Intellectually spoken I'm not joking What are you smoking? You be hoping, wishing and praying To be like school But what are you saying? Well it takes style Charisma, class Fuck up on the lover and I bust your ass. So next up, moving down the line, Mr. C. Yo, the microphone's mine. Mission to make DJs feel a rap. So here's a paragraph written on behalf of the ruler, dictator, DJ, ambassador, making a massacre. You couldn't last through a round of combat with my left arm's at. My mouth with the mic in my hand when I attack. I shake and bake a fake or snake. Take them and make them ache and flake. I break like an earthquake. When I erupt, MCs are corrupt to be blunt. I'm a tear shit up. 
So next up, going down the line, the little daddy Shane. The mic is all mine. MCs crawl by when they see this tall guy. Six foot three, huh, nobody's small fry. The little D-A-double-D-Y. The S-H-A-N-E, yes, it's me. You better believe there's no comp and I'm certain. So if you try to batter me, then it's curtains. I'm no joke, the wrong one to provoke. One force move in, kirk. So take it easy and slide on greasy. Cause I'm more rougher than hair when it's peasy. I'm more rougher than steak when it's raw. So keep that in mind, my Sharia more. Cause I'm a lover you find quite young. And Brooklyn, New York is where I'm from. So keep it on and you don't quit. That super califragilistic XBL dope shit. And next up down the line, Ant Live. Yo, the microphone's mine. Yeah, I took it. I ain't gonna give it back. And it's a fact that I can swing. I'm not a new jack. Got the mic in a chokehold. You won't hear a beat. Then I'll put it to sleep. I see a lot of brothers got razors in the place. Not Al Pacino. I don't need a scar face. But I know if some shit goes down, I'll turn the whole New York into Bucktown. A face ain't real scar because I hit real hard. And I ain't no bullshit bodyguard. Walk the streets of New York and stay alive. All I need is my loaded 4-5. It's sweet and deadly like a killer beehive. And I can stalk in Fort Green Park and survive. Survive. And my name is Ant Live. Live. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Put your weight on it, fellas. Anyway, you can get back to work now. Get back to your goddamn jobs. And we out of here. Love, peace, and hair grease. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. If he would lose, then his life worth losing. 
Can't set a record, earn is a pot of gold. Price alone, put them off the floor with my mama home. Never need a loan, put the rest in the bank. We an army, only thing we miss in the tank. Couldn't harm me. Keep it as my brother for the record. I'm crazy. Blood stains on my knuckles, I'm a slugger, fist kill his brain. Load up a weapon in the name of King Lester Kane. Get the money, we out here to pillage the loot. Crack safes, watch the Lucas blood get spilled. The king take over the truth behind the story. Let those legends live on in all his glory. Get the money, we out here to pillage the loot. Crack safes, watch the Lucas blood get spilled. The king take over the truth behind the story. Let those legends live on in all his glory. And yo, we crushed them. Last spot left on the list. Crack the safe and peeled out 12 silk discs. Looking nomadic, wrapped up in the road. They were wreckage. One mark with a code that said it do not play in big bold letters. The Lucas present stamp with grave vendettas. I think we hit it. Resurrection of ghost face. Should've known they had that hidden in Tone's place. When Logan sit chilled on Moretta. Big glasses of wine, bringing sharp cheddar. Get the vinyl to headquarters. ASAP codes and tell Lester we hit the mother of all those. Page of 911. Meet back at the barracks. They gonna want revenge on the squad and all aspects. We crippled them, but they go deeper than white meat. It's a beautiful love 
I'm strolling. Ditching on the low, never talking on the phone. That's why them screaming free, big meets, not me. Police, been a pig, wig for the boy, yes, D. Money motivated in the LBC, come and holler at me. Get paid, pocket full of lit. Hollows in the clip, I've been rapping since a kid. Get paid, dollars for the rent, it change for the change. Tell you what the OG's told us Bunny over, bitch, keep your head on your shoulders Leave a lot of dead if you notice Big booty cuties be the coldest Cobras sitting in the line of the fortress Call it, baby, what's your ball and what's your bullshit Think you can hit that and you're stupid Better get your racks up before you start choosing Rag on my face, head on me, say Yankees Safe in the flow, KT, don't pay me Watch where you go, flossing them gold gators Come to the north, my She a stupid chick Then she called the cops And say you always made me sick Then we hump again We making up And then we back to where we used to be And usually it's like two or three Sometimes it lasts a week Then it's right again Then I hump a friend The cycle never end That same little youngin Yelling out that west side Was that same little homie In that drive-by West side Till I go ahead and D.I. East side Get the love when I get high Pop bottles and I forget you even exist Rally at the cathedral Throw up the head of fist Baby girl doing better with a star now When I'm so deep in the nookie Make a star child Sober kids with sober thoughts And it's okay Cause baby I got what you want Sober kids with sober thoughts And it's okay Cause baby I got what you want Finally get a car I didn't steal I'm riding thighs and panty skirts And then them dresses are the finest linen And the highest fabric backseat 
steady rattling I'm an addict for ya Such a passion for ya Never ask for much Except a little loyalty Some hidden act of us Swear it's bad for us But I don't give a care Addiction is the purest way of love That will enhance in us Drink driving Drunk driving Phone posits Autopilot Coin wallet We hiding Heavenly Father Don't be mad at me You may not come When I want you But you're right on time yeah. So we're kids We're sober thoughts And it's okay Cause baby I got what you want J Fusion. I've been in the wrong system, the wrong territory for way too long. If I say it's right and I show it to Johnny, looks back at me like it sounds wrong. Who am I making music for then? Ask him, me the label or him. I go mad showing people eating tunes, cause really why it goes in. That's right. I'm torn between catering for me and the fans. I'm going mad. I only hear my big hits where people go to get tans. What's sad to me is they want easy, I can't show skills. Can't. For the way with music they want, brother, I don't want meals. I step back looking in from the outside, wondering if it sounds right. Sounds good to me, on this path it's good to be. You could do the hook for me, or I could do the hook for free.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
Yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Church bells and quiet sounds, tell them quiet down. Bow your head, the most highs around. Cocktails, guys and gals, minsky ties and gowns happen now. My entire sounds, how you trying to sound? Stop it now. They ask me why I don't go to church no more. Cause church is the new club, and wine is the new bub, and lies is the new drugs. My sister, the next stripper, my brother, the next victim, my usher, the next stripper. Satan giving out deals, finna own these rappers. The game is full of slaves, and they mostly rappers. Soldiers so bursting, your homies at Who told these stupid filled niggas they could own they masters? Holy smokes, I think my pastor was the only folk to own the Holy Ghost and Rolls Royces with no Holy Ghost. And get your shit prepared, face your fears. Hold you niggas scared, say your prayers. Pray you fit upstairs, it's our only hope. Church bells and quiet sounds, tell them quiet down. Bow your head, the most highs around. Lord, these things are not Design the glasses. Yeah, I'm talking fancy plates and diamond glasses. The ushers keep skimming the collection baskets, and they trying to don us with some damn wine and crackers. Who's more important than your Lord and Savior? Won't let the pearly gates up in this, probably due to all your poor behavior. My mental got a couple tips to save ya. Just be sure to count it as my only favor. Thank me later. Uh. Every night I stayed up, say your prayer, make me greater. Uh, let's say we're chasing green for collard greens and baked potatoes on the table. Pray for cable, hit the label, now we major high. I got my own relationship with God, Lord.
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Am I a sinner because I do the two? Can you let me know? Right now, please.
am the realest rapper. I'm not gonna lie. I am by far the realest rapper. I really did. If you go to my roots, I really did not show a, 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 a jumbo. Like I really, when Chris Lighty signed me, still I had engines and beamers and trucks and everything. Yeah. Uh, like I left the game. How body this beat? I'm a track killer. You gonna have to sue me. Mac Miller, ever since 16, I'm a crack dealer, spit 16 straight crack ass Mac Miller, Mac Miller, Mac Miller. ask Bumpy if a knuckle up, Lil Hayes, Lil Dro, Double Dutch. Double Dutch, Ray Allen couldn't shoot a nigga, bitch asking for ball like a two to give her, two to give her. she got my kids in the mouth, she a babysitter, nigga hit, then I'm out, then I'm out, my nigga locked up, peel him out, peel him out, Nigga, stop axing Bob Flow Joe. New whip, new chain, same logo. Turn a deuce deuce to a fo fo. It's a no go if it ain't Rose Go. In the Rose Goes, parked out of Soho. I got crap to sell. Niggas want crap to tell. They smile in my face, but the niggas really wanna see crack in jail. No. I got crack, crack, crack. Listen. I know you coming back to the game. Absolutely. And I know you coming like ferociously. Absolutely. We got some. We got some joints. A lot of joints done already. Joints with Fat Joe, Main on Ninth Wonder. We working. We're working with a lot of big names. Big names. Now niggas talk about me, but please don't touch, cause I ain't got no safety, homie. I might bust, and when I bust, my hot rocks gon' hit you. And if they miss you, then my dogs will sick you. And we ain't had no shots, so we got rabies. And if you put up your dukes, you be pushing up daisies. I'm lazy from all that hip that I blow. And I get it for cheap from this bitch that I know on the east side. I get on top, then she ride. And when I bust off, I dust off, and me slide. Gotta go. But I'll be back, yo. I'm eating bitches. And Xing them out like tic tac toe. Get that dope is what I live by, and I'm gonna get that dope until I desire. Huh? Yo, Freddie Fox. What's good, my G? What's good, my G? What's good, my G? You know, I always been the guest MC that body everybody's records. Cause I've been underground doing it like that for a while. Bumpy knuckle spiritual spit channeling puns so I can make this an even deeper brotherly bond. One lovely murderous flows, bubbly partying hoes, doubly hard as he goes. Excuse me, my killers in the five series roll through and make the vibe eerie. The whole outside line, Larry, cause bump is here. It's about to be some funk in here. Real niggas in the room. Rule one, no search, two guns, and two shooters on the wings. The last thing you want to do around me is brag about selling them things. <laughs> Tim Dings, roar from the underground pipeline, write rhymes that talk about stopping niggas' lifelines. 45 slugs through your iPhone, eye crimes, acts everywhere, cause Papa don't clap in the air. The days of gender, got the suitcase up in the center. Go to room 112, tell them Blanco sent you. Feel the strangers, if no money exchanges, I got these kids in ranges. Leave them niggas brainless All they told is stainless You just remain as Calm as possible Make the deal go through If not, here's 12 shots We know how you do Please make your killings clean Slugs up in between They eyes like true lies Kill them and flee the scene Just bring back the coke or the cream Or else, your life is on the shelf We mean this, Frank The cats we fucking with Put bombs in your mom's gas tank Let's get this money, baby They shady, we get shady Dress up like ladies And burn them with dirty 380s Then they come to kill our babies That's all out I got gats that blow the wall out Clear them all out Fuck the fallout Word to stretch, I bet they pussy The seven digits push me Fucking real 
here's the deal I got a hundred bricks, 14.5 a piece Enough to cop six, buy the house on the beach Supply the piece with jeeps, brick a piece Capiche, everybody getting cream, no one considered the leech Think about it now, that's damn near 1.5 I kill them all, I'll be set for life Frank, pay attention, these motherfuckers is henchmen Renegades, if you die, they still get paid Extra probably, fuck a robbery I'm the boss Promise you won't rob him, I promise But of course, you know I have my fingers crossed Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathe the same air as me Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being shook, we can both pull burners, make the motherfucking beef Niggas bleed just like us Picture a nigga hiding my life in that man's hands while he just decided Niggas bleed just like us I'd rather go toe-to-toe with all of y'all, running ain't in my protocol, huh? Since it's on, I call my nigga Arizona Ron from Tucson. Push the black Yukon. Usually had the slow grooves on. Mostly rock the Osley. Stupid as a youngin', chose not the moves wisely. Sharper with game, him and his crooks called the Jooks. Heard it was sweet, about 350 a piece. Ron bought a truck, two bricks, laid in the cut. His peeps got bucked, got locked the fuck up. That's when Ron vanished. Came back, speaking Spanish, lavish habits, two rings, 20 carats, here's a criminal. Nigga made America's most, killed his baby mother brother, slit his throat. The nigga got back with the toast, weeded, took it to trial, beat it. Now we feel he undefeated, he mean it. Nothing to lose, tattooed around his gun wounds. Everything to gain, embedded in his brain. And me, I feel the same for this money you dying. Especially if my daughter crying, I ain't lying. Y'all know the sign. bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathe the same air as me. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being shook, we can both pull burners, make the motherfucking beef. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture a nigga hiding my life in that man's hands while he just decided. Niggas bleed just like us. I'd rather Go toe-to-toe with all of y'all Running ain't in my protocol We agreed to go and shooting is silly Because niggas could be hiding in showers With Mac Billy, so I freaked them The telly manager was Puerto Rican Gloria from Astoria I went to war with her peeps in 91 Stole a gun from my workers And they took drugs, they tried to jerk us We blazed they place, long story Glow seen my face, got shook Thought a nigga was coming for the safe Now she breaking, shut up, 112 What's shaking, a Jamaican Some bitches, I swear, they look gay in a black Range Rover been outside all day If it's trouble, let me know I'll be on my way, please I got kids to feed I done see you make niggas bleed Nightmares this bitch don't need Wrong, get the gasoline This spot, we bout to blow this Get the cash before the cops and Range Rover cats know this Room 112, right by the staircase Perfect place where they evacuate They meet they fake Wrong, pass the gasoline The nigga pass me kerosene Fuck it, it's flammable My hunger is unexplainable Strike the match just what I expected, the dread kid ejected in seconds, and here come two opposite sexes, one black, one Malaysian, we in the hallway waiting patient. As soon as she hit the door, we start blasting, I saw her brains hit the floor, wrong laughing, I swear to God, I hit Maxi Priest at least 12 times in the chest, spit the round shot, chick in the breast. She crying, headshots put her to rest, pop up with no briefcases, nothing but Franklin faces. Spots, hot sprinklers, alarm system. That's when other guests start to slipping. It's time for us to get the dipping. I know them niggas in the ranges on their way up flipping. Pistol gripping, I know the clipping. The hallway got real loud and crowded. They walk right past us. I don't know how they allowed it. The funny thing about it, through all the excitement, they range got told they double parked by a hydrant. Stupid
Yeah, yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Dissolve into the abyss without evolving instead of revolving around the habitual problem solver. Research like George Washington Carver, but no answer, so my mantra is to deal with it and chart then. Part instead of being incredibly defiant, pedal through revenue issues, I'll do it for medical science. It's better to be level headed than to regret it. Empire settling for life without sun, shine, never vibrant. about nappy granny damn it
once said keep the laws I'll write the songs make the world applaud do the word unheard social cause rap the vism the evil on pause praise the loud play the lord spread the words Bear the sword, system flawed, lock all the doors. Here come these damn rappers, so hit the floor. Our art and artists, there's a difference between censorship and censorship. And I swear the guys so don't know the difference. And everybody swear they coming with that different shit. Busting caps, but ain't captured it without really doing it. And so they spit, disturb, so-called heads only hear the hits heard. Thus they spread the words. Chuck D is president, hip-hop is medicine At Hot 97, it has never been a resident We represent the precedent, definite, we the measurement Our right to be hostiles, gospel, the New Testament I'm a disciple, let that golden era cycle With P.E.'s, a nation of millions is like the Bible Whoa. Tupac taught me my Hail Marys and my deep Showed me that I was in hell already Rock Kim told me that that third rail was deadly A ghetto bastard in this treacherous world So we held machetes Nas told me cut the grass low to see all snakes So I don't need to check my Instagram to see y'all face Lines on composition paper, that means we all straight But what's a God MC to an evolved ape? In the beginning was the word, so we spread the message Honor that I'm at the table, breaking bread with legends just serious Some spread word like germs, let me get a disinfected Misguided, misdirected, ears disrespected Protect your dome and your children from the garbage Words of seeds, I'm planting a new harvest Just cause you make words rhyme, that don't make you an MC Digital clones in 3D when I flow The power of no more, word that don't go on So rappers need to pack up, get up and get gone No space and time for your fast food lines Stinking up the airways, smelling swine Verbal pollution, without no solutions Dancing to the beat of main him in confusion my war cry over break beats eating a bean pie reading up muhammad speaks teach him up through flow snares and samples show him a better way and lead by example Yo, the nephew Grand is in the building. Calling all Americans to war on the underworld. All I need is money, and I'm getting that money tonight. Let's take a slide through the hill side of town with this B-boy. Watch out for Jake Snakes and decoys. The streets keep you penoy. Every day's a new game. We do things for new things. This kid got stuck for like three G's and two chains. Yo, I know about these streets I was raised in. In my crib, I heard villains outside blazing. Mad shots was popping in. I see visions of popping men. Five minutes later, some nigga was Wait, if it happened, it's false, Kevin I'm in the mix and I'd rather be judged by 12 than laid by 
next My God, on the front line still standing Mr. Billy Dance and I'm working with a mini cannon Holding it down, it's a drama, Lord So you lift, you'll be lifting like stiff as a fucking board Fire is born, niggas on the run Get props from top notch, niggas that's a hell bill Stick to it, yo Scenes, I murder machine, put M16s and niggas please I head for the hills, niggas cause when I get ill, it's blood spilled for real I aim my fucking steel and shoot the kills, I grab your body, she'll get ready for the ducking The biscuit that I'm clutching, busting like such man after fucking judgment Fucking at all you sucker clucking, niggas don't want the ruckus He'll be three niggas clapping, but we ain't applauding you motherfuckers Keep on that kid up on the back, t-shirts to crap lids Ain't gotta go rush the toys or rush to get your cabbage basket Once I let the laser beams gleam in the red dots of scene Your whole team is getting blown to smithereens on a motherfucking map, nigga, we stay strapped In fact, I let an 8K cap push your two payback Running with mad sons, gun this shit up and leave your head up for the funds Niggas better stick to their guns Yo, what up? Ain't Is it real? Yeah, What's the day's mathematics, nigga? Stick to your guns What's the word? Ain't Is it real? Yeah, What's the day's knowledge to sell? Stick to your guns Yo,
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Come on, feet. Cruise with me. 